Shmuel Aleph Parachas Pasuk Yud. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu has told Shmuel that Klal Yisrael has rejected Hashem's Siyat uh, Shmaya and their bitachon in him and in his timing, and they're requesting a king just like all the other nations. Vayomar Shmuel is called Divrei Hashem. So Shmuel related over to Klal Yisrael all the words of God, El Ha'am, Hashem Melech, to the people who were asking him for a king. Um, the elders had requested a king, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Shmuel to talk to all the people. So El Ha'am is a key difference, not just the leaders, but to all the people who were asking for a king. Remember that we said that the Zakanim may have had the right frame of mind. They wanted a king who would do mishpat according to the Torah. But the bulk of the people wanted a king kechol hagoyim. So Shmuel Hanavi is talking to everyone, including those with the wrong intent. The uh, Ma'am Lois says also that this is showing the inconsistency of what the people were asking. The people said we want a king, and then they justified it by saying that Shmuel's sons were not following in his ways. And we learned earlier, part of that <coughs> excuse me, was because of a bureaucracy that they had created and were administering. And yet, when Shmuel Anavi tells them how much a king is going to cost them, and how huge a bureaucracy and a court a king is going to maintain, they still retain their desire to want to have a king. So this talking to the people is actually highlighting in an even sharper way how the people are really asking wrongly, either from the wrong intent, for the wrong reasons, for the wrong idea of what they think a king is. So Shmuel explains, This will be the law. This will be the practice created by the king who will rule over you. And the Malbim says that he's doing it These are things that a king can do out of his own will. Not even kedin, not even according to the halachas of the Torah. He will take your sons. The samlo And he will put them among his writers. And they will run before his chariot. <coughs> Shmuel is explaining the burdens that can be placed by a king on the people. And there's a big discussion in Chazal whether or not these are rights min HaTorah that uh, the king has, or whether the king adopts these rights for himself out of a lust for power that may be contrary or outside of Torah law. Conscript, conscripting young men for the chariots, for the demands of the king, are not mentioned in Chumash Devarim, which discusses the king. Um, but some people say it is kind of hinted at, because it says you will appoint a king over you repeatedly, it says in the uh, sugya about kings. So repeatedly, meaning that there will be repeated actions by the king making demands on a regular basis. Some say that these are the rights of kings who rule over all 12 Shvatim, Shaul, David, and Shlomo, um, but not necessarily starting from Rechavim after the ten tribes have left. Maybe some of the Judean kings after the Asar Shvatim were exiled. So all of Klal Yisrael is considered to be just Yehuda. Um, but others say that uh, all kings could ask for this. Any king of, a, of the Jews 
was given all of the rights due to a king of Klal Yisrael, even somebody like Yeruvah Memnevat, or Yehu the usurper later on, who actually uh, murdered his predecessor. Um, Yehu actually is going to murder Izevel. Uh, I, I believe he actually killed Achav as well. Uh, ask me again when we get to Malachim in a couple of years. Um, and so there's going to be a burden of leadership. We learned this back in Sefer Shoftim when Yosam gave a mushal to the people about how all the trees asked for certain trees to rule over them. Um, and all of them said, if I take the burden of leadership, I'm not going to be able to tend to, to my own fruit. But the thorn bush, which had no fruit, was willing to assume the mantle. But then he whips the other trees with briars. And this is the kind of, uh, with thorns, and this is the kind of approach that Shmuel is warning Klal Yisrael. Yudbeiz, velosum lo sarei alafim v'sarei chamishim. And to appoint for himself, he'll conscript your sons into service to be officers over the thousands. Officers all the way down to the fifties of people. To plow his land, to reap his harvest. Not the harvest of the, the nation, but the harvest of the king. And to make his tools of war and his instruments for his chariots. Now, even if these are legitimate rights of the king, he would have to pay people for this. Um, because there is still private property in Klal Yisrael. It's still a, uh, a, a strong uh, policy of the Jewish people that we are not a, a communist or a complete dictatorship with one tyrant ruling over us. Uh, but nevertheless, they have to give the king's work priority. So if the king takes all your sons away from their work, just imagine what's going to happen and how it's going to impact your daily lives and your daughters as well. And he will also take your daughters into service. To be perfumers. Merkach. Rakach. It's discussed in the ingredients of the Ketores. Merkachas. Maase rokeach. Bilatabachos, and to be cooks, vilaofos, and to be bakers. Uh, and the man Loes says very strongly the fact that there's an esnachto where it says yikach, and your daughters he will take, uh, implies that he is going to take them for concubines for himself. Uh, and these women will be appointed perfumers, cooks, bakers. Um, but the idea that he would take them for himself. We know that a king is allowed to have pilag shows. Uh, and uh, according to this point of view, anyway, cited in the Man Lois, um, the people who are serving him have to be uh, connected to him in that way. He can't just hire uh, other women, stam, to be perfumers or cooks. Uh, some people say rakachos means confectioners um, to make uh, pastries, to make desserts. Some say Rakocho says perfumers means making cosmetics, makeup, perfume for the wives of the king. But all of these are just generic children being taken away from their parents and their homes to serve the king. And you should be aware of that before you ask for one.